Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log. I'm your host, People Sportscast Alex Anderson. And NFL Week 13 recap is one of the most historic ones yet because this past Sunday, for the first time in my natural life, I had my first NFL game experience. Shout out to my sister Harpy's Fury and her boy, Deron. We went MetLife Stadium, New York Giants taking on the Washington Commanders. And for my first game, the Giants didn't win, but they didn't lose. Final score, 2020, it was a tie. And let me tell you something, having gone to my first NFL game, the sea, I can see why they call y'all Big Blue. The sea of blue out there was crazy. There was a sprinkling of Commander fans out there, uh, but I see... People like to play cornhole. There were a lot of cornhole stands. The people who do the tailgating, it looked amazing as we were driving in. The sights and the sounds and the fathers and son playing catch. And, I, and when I talk about playing catch, they were throwing the ball at least over 20 yards in the parking lot. Great vibe. Beautiful billion-dollar stadium. Like the layout. Uh, the seats were great and comfortable. I was dressed warm. I had a blast. And you know what? The Giants, they scored touchdowns. Uh, I I saw the 61-yard pass. Freaking, you know, Daniel Jones to Slayton. And then Saquon Barkley had the uh, 13-yard touchdown run in the second quarter. And then the fireworks went off like boom, boom, boom. And I'm like looking around like, holy crap, I wasn't expecting that. And the one thing I learned attending my first NFL game... I did not know that security was so heavy around the NFL field. There's like a person every five yards around the entire football field. And I'm also including the end zone too when I say this. So, you know what? I'm happy the way it played out. I know a lot of fans were unhappy. There were a lot of Commander and Giant fans going back and forth saying they would have rather have lost to one another. But you know what? I'll take it. Daniel Jones... 25 of 31, 200 yards, one touchdown. Saquon Barkley, 18 carries, 63 yards and a touchdown. And there was the Eli Manning sighting. So the end result about this tie is that the Giants and Commanders game has been flexed and will be a prime time Sunday night football game. And uh, let me tell you something, you know, being a sport fan, I would like to give a special shout out to sports fans nation and worldwide, because being a sports fan, you go through so much, not just financially, being a sports fan, cheering on your favorite team, buying the merchandise, going to the games, eating the food. I didn't eat any food, by the way, because it was cold. It's 34, 35 degrees. I can't eat chicken tenders and French fries in the cold, but um. I waited until I got home. I fasted. Uh, but, like, the physicality, right? The physical, the mental, the emotional, even the spiritual about being a sports fan is what makes it so great. Walking to the seats and then walking out the stadium and then the there was like a 50-yard line thing where you could pose and take pictures. It was great. It had a blast. So, you know, like a shark that gets its first taste of blood, I am now ready for more NFL games in my future. But yes, I'm grateful that, uh, you know, to have had the opportunity 
And again, shout out to my sister Harpy's Fury and her boy Duran for making that all possible. So now let's get into what had happened in week 13, starting with the Thursday night game in which the Buffalo Bills stomped all over the New England Patriots as well they should. Josh Allen throws for two touchdowns as they get the victory. And you know what? I just love... You know how women say they love love? Well, as a man, I love sports because Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, come on, seven catches, 92 yards, one of those touchdown passes. Gabe Davis had the other one. Like, this is it, man. Like, the Bills, Bills Mafia, again, being a sport fan, Bills Mafia traveling to Detroit due to the snow that had hit Buffalo and then they stayed over for Thanksgiving. It was crazy. It was crazy. Okay, so with this victory, Josh Allen becomes the first player in NFL history with three seasons of 25 passing touchdowns and five rushing scores. Being a sports being a sports historian, of course, I have to note it in the annals of sports history. So to the people who say that Josh Allen has fallen off, you know nothing about sports, okay? And that's facts. However, sadly... Von Miller, it was breaking news earlier today, um, done for the season, sadly, uh, with that knee injury, that's definitely not a good look, yes, uh, ACL injury to be exact, excuse me, Von Miller out for the remainder of the season after having surgery for an ACL injury, (sighs) He went for exploratory surgery in Texas on Tuesday, and the ACL injury was found in his right knee. Well, at least they did the right thing and properly checked them out. Big blow, though, for the Buffalo Bills on defense. And, you know, you have to really wonder about how this will play out for them defensively. Everybody's just going to have to step up. Okay, on to the other games representing the Steel Sea from New York City. Pittsburgh Steelers get the 19-16 final score victory over the Atlanta Falcons, which is good. No complaints there. I'll take that because, again, the Steelers are having a, well, yeah, it is what it is, a subpar season because they are training Kitty Pickett how to be a quarterback and These are the growing pains. Some games you win, some games you lose. Thankfully, this was a game that turned out to be a win, which I will gladly take as I am trying to get my iPad from unfreezing. I might have to start using the laptop. This is ridiculous. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Yes, a special shout out to Connor Hayward, who hauled in the first touchdown of his Rookie tight end career. Very impressive. Yeah, so I'll take it. You know, I want to see more points. But, you know, Pickett has now gone four straight games without throwing an interception. So I will take what I can get. And speaking of taking and getting, 
Geno Smith hits DK Metcalf for a late touchdown as the Seahawks knock off the defending Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams, 27-23 final score. And of course, it was breaking news earlier this week. Baker Mayfield asked the Panthers for his release, which they gave him. Very good. And now he's been picked up by the LA Rams, who have nothing to play for. But you know what? I'm going to just combo everything up in this podcast episode because now Baker Mayfield is at that point in his career where he will be a journeyman. He will no longer be the quarterback that you will utilize to, you know, stabilize your team. No, he will be a decent backup quarterback. I foresee him being a journeyman. So it's not a matter of can Baker Mayfield lead a team to victory. It's no, what kind of quarterback is he going to be? And I, the prophet, decree Baker Mayfield will be a journeyman. (sighs) Speaking of journeys and men, things just keep getting worse for the Chicago Bears as Aaron Rodgers rallies in the fourth quarter. The Packers drop 18 points in the fourth quarter and defeat the Bears' 28-19 final score. Rodgers with three fourth-quarter scoring drives. Of course, Christian Watson doing his damn thing in the round 46 yards for a touchdown. The Packers were down by 13 in the second quarter. But yet... By dropping the 18 points in the fourth quarter, it's their eighth straight win over their rival. The Bears, 3-10 on the season, have now lost six games in a row. Justin Fields' talent is being wasted on this garbage-ass team. The Bears used to have defense. (laughs) And Rodgers playing with, what, a broken thumb and an oblique injury. It's crazy. But, you know, there is some history about Justin Fields that I will add. (sighs) He ran for a 55-yard touchdown in the first quarter, finished with 71 yards on six attempts, giving him six straight games, rushing for at least 50 yards and one touchdown. Longest set streak by a bear since Gale Sayers had six in a row in 1969. I guess, you know, even if you lose in real life, you always have fantasy, right? On the plus side, there'll always be fantasy. Speaking of fantasy, it wasn't a fantasy that the Detroit Lions dumped the Jacksonville Jaguars 40-14 final score. Jared Goff showing that he could still play in the NFL. Lit them up. 340 yards. To go with two touchdowns. And Trevor Lawrence. Disappointment. Travis Etienne. Disappointment. It's just. It's terrible. Urban Meyer clearly was not just the only problem. It's clear. That Trevor Lawrence. Might also be the problem. Speaking of problems. Jets got. The Jets get knocked back into reality. That they are not a part of the upper echelon as 
The Vikings get the 27-22 final score victory. Justin Jefferson doing what he does best, making miracle catches. Seven catches, 45 yards, but one touchdown. And that was pretty much all the Vikings needed. Mike White, so close with a chance to win, but no touchdowns, two interceptions on the game. Or on the day. (laughs) But, you know... Mike White's a good storyline. I'm seeing it on social media. Dudes in the locker room are wearing t-shirts of him. So it's safe to say that Zach Wilson will probably never get back to being quarterback for the New York Jets. Like they say, you never know what you have until it's gone. And speaking of gone... Baltimore 10, Denver Broncos 9, however... Lamar Jackson, betting on himself this season, suffered a knee injury. But the Ravens have that young man, Tyler Huntley, who who led the team to victory. 91 yards and 16 plays on their final possession with a two-yard touchdown run with 28 seconds remaining to give them that 10-9 victory. As Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos continue to have one of the worst seasons in recent memory, especially with the false promises that Russell Wilson brought to Denver that he was going to make things happen. Terrible. Terrible. Russell Wilson tried one of his lame late game drives, but Brandon McManus Missed on a 63-yard field goal. What's with these 60-plus-yard field goals? (laughs) These quarterbacks have to do better. The Broncos have now lost four straight. Oh, well, they get what they deserve. But Lamar, hopefully he will be okay with this knee injury. You know, he's trying to do the Aaron Judge thing, betting on himself. And right now... Kind of looks up in the air. And speaking of injuries and up in the air, San Francisco 49ers defeat the Miami Dolphins 33-17 final score. However, in the win, there was a loss. Jimmy G suffering a break in his foot. However, the 49ers have a young quarterback by the name of Brock Purdy who threw two touchdown passes and San Francisco... Dominating defense stifled Miami to get the victory. But Jimmy G, uh, you know, your heart goes out to the guy. The Niners didn't want him, tried to move him. There was talks of him staying in the absence or the injury, excuse me, to his replacement, Trey Lance. But I don't know, like, you know, some players' careers just play out a certain way. And Jimmy G has just one of those quirky, weird careers. But hey, let's talk about Purdy real quick, right? For Niners Nation, dubbed Mr. Irrelevant as the last pick of this year's NFL draft, did the damn thing. 
did the damn thing. So the fact that the Niners trust him to move the offense is big. Purdy went 25 for 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I myself personally have declared the Niners season to be dead. But we will see what happens. Because honestly, you know, in the NFL, it's all about adjustments. And they're fast on defense to make adjustments. So let's see what the future holds for the 49ers, right? Speaking of futures and holds, Deshaun Watson returned first time in over 700 days. But the Browns get the 27-14 final score victory over the Texans. Nearly two years since this man played football. He threw for 131 yards in the interception. After serving his 11-game suspension. But we'll see. This was a game that was honestly won by the defense. That helped pick up. Deshaun Watson. Mm-mm-mm. But the Browns. The Browns. They're five and seven. I'm like, you know, they did hold it down in his absence. So again, let's see what the future holds. As for Houston, they're one, ten, and one. Dismal. Scrolling through real quick because I want to save the best games for last. So we're going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders defeating the L.A. Chargers 27-20 final score. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams playing like the dynamic duo that people thought they were getting at the start of the season. They are 3-0 since Derek Carr was crying at his news conference which I made fun of him for. I challenged his leadership. Clearly, Derek Carr is watching Sports Opinion Log on TikTok. He is listening on Spotify or Anchor to the podcast. But meanwhile, the Chargers are now 6-6 six and six and outside the playoff picture. Hallelujah. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, this is what it's about. Devontae Adams, eight catches, 177 yards, two touchdowns. This is what it's about. When when you're on the same page, you get results. But you know what? Even though I made fun of Derek Carr, I, I felt his pain. Okay? Even though he didn't name the teammates, you know, you, some of that stuff should be stuff you deal with in the locker room. I questioned his leadership. But thankfully, Carr and Devontae Adams are saving the season. And again, at 5-7, and seven, Raiders are on the outside looking in. But now we live in the fantasy world where you could still win in fantasy if the team loses in real life. And speaking of losses in real life, Cincinnati Bengals over the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24 as Joe Burrows is now 3-0 undefeated against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, including playoffs. Kelsey had a key fumble late in the game. Joe Burrow basically lit him up. 286 yards with two touchdowns. 
Jamar Chase back on the field. I thought he was done for the season. Lo and behold, he shows up. Seven catches, 97 yards. T. Higgins, three catches, 35 yards. But one beautiful, spectacular touchdown pass. And as for the Chiefs, well, Kelsey, four catches, 56 yards. And of course, that one crucial, critical fumble that cost them the game. Let's see what we got here. The Bengals have now won four straight at eight and four. And again, they've defeated Kansas City three times in the same calendar year. And in case you forgot, they also beat them in the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl for the first time in 33 years. Let's see what the future holds. It ain't over until it's over. And speaking of over, like I had predicted, Eagles over the Titans, 35-3. Jalen Hurts, three touchdown passes plus a touchdown run was all they needed. And A.J. Brown against his former team. He showed up. He showed out. Eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Devonta Smith, five catches, 102 yards, one touchdown. Jalen Hurts, again, three touchdowns to go with his 380 yards. MVP talk? I think so. Relating to Jalen Hurts, who, like I say on each and every podcast, I still don't understand why the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't pick this young man. What the hell? What the hell? Eagles are 11-1 for the fourth time in franchise history. Can they get to and win the Super Bowl? The answer to that is only time will tell. Man. As for A.J. Brown lighting up his former team... It just goes to show that the Titans still have a terrible offense. <laughs> terrible offense. The Titans still don't have a relevant wide receiver. Not they ever had in their existence. It's crazy. It's amazing how some teams are. Remember when the Titans thought that Randy Moss was going to do something for them? Yeah, we saw how that played out. Terribly. And speaking of terrible... Sunday night football, national stage, the Dallas Cowboys obliterated the Indianapolis Colts 54-19 final score. They dropped 33 points in the fourth quarter. Why is Matt Ryan still even playing quarterback? Jeff Saturday, <laughs> yes, that one win against the Raiders had the NFL world excited, but he's now 1-3. Matt Ryan needs to be benched, but you know what? They're paying him what? 25, 28 million. So I get it. Former Indianapolis Colts, Dallas safety Malik Hooker returns a fumble for a touchdown. Matt Ryan had three interceptions. Hooker also had an interception. Cowboys made him player of the game. We had Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott celebrating in the Salvation Army Bell. 
because Zeke had 17 carries for 77 yards, one touchdown. Tony Pollard, 12 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Dak Prescott, three touchdowns, two to Michael Gallup, and one to CeeDee Lamb. And they were all spectacular touchdown catches. At this point, the Colts should have honestly stuck with Phillip Rivers. Should have stuck with Phillip Rivers. Matt Ryan, with his three INTs, has 18 giveaways this season. Five lost fumbles. Why is he still on the NFL field? And how about CeeDee Lamb's spectacular touchdown uh, run and catch because safety Rodney... McLeod Jr. Couldn't, doesn't know how to properly tackle and he rolls across his body. Ay, ay, ay. Let's see if there's any history here that I'm missing. want to make sure I get everything. Ah, here we go. Dak Prescott, his first quarter touchdown pass to Lamb gives, gives him 154 career scoring passes, breaking a tie with pro football Hall of Famer Roger Staubach for fourth in team history. Well, ain't that just a beautiful thing? Next up for the Cowboys, Houston. Colts, they get a bye, which they need desperately. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep this short and sweet. Monday Night Football, you had Tom Brady, Tom Terrific. Dead in the water. Dead in the water to the New Orleans Saints. They had him, and they let the game get away as Tom Brady throws for two late touchdowns, and the Buccaneers get the Monday Night Football 17-16 final score victory, comeback victory, down by 13 points. It's amazing where these teams fall apart. Amazing, like the Saints had him. But they let it get away. Almost held Brady without to not having a touchdown. Almost. Tampa Bay ends a seven-game regular season losing streak in the series. Well, that was week two, so don't mind that. Andy Dalton, he tried, but... The defense just let him get away. Tom Brady, 44th comeback win. And, of course, he gets all the roses, all the flowers. Tom Brady, you're terrific. He's meticulous. He just wants to win. Man, Saints, what a disappointment. And the Saints are also on a bye, like those losers, the Indianapolis Colts. So, uh, Saints... For that loss, you won't be missed. And don't miss coming up next NFL Week 14 predictions as decreed by the prophet Tissizai Alexanderson. Let me just go to the spot where I could make all my claims in a timely fashion. I want it to be schedule based. Of course, starting with Thursday night football. Raiders versus the Rams. This should be good. I'm just kidding. Both teams suck. But what the hell? They each 
They all they each have billion dollar stadiums. It's gonna be at SoFi. I love the aerial views. Give me Raiders over the Rams for Thursday night football. And on Sunday, starting with the one o'clock games, I have the Jets at the Bills. Give me the Bills. Browns at the Bengals. Keep in mind, I found this out on Twitter that Joe Burrow actually has yet to win against the Browns. The Bengals are at home. I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. Texans at Dallas Cowboys. Look for the Cowboys. That defense, by the way, also those three turnovers in the fourth quarter that led to three Dallas scores. Cowboys are looking nasty, and I mean that in a good way on defense and offense. And uh, I also forgot to add about OBJ. They're not interested. As well, they shouldn't. Remember, he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. What's with the social and media manipulation that he would be available to play this season? People keep saying he's been cleared. Really? All right, whatever. Give me the Cowboys. Vikings at Lions. Vikings. Eagles at Giants. I'm going to be real here. Going with the Eagles. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Give me the Steel City. Give me the Steelers. Jaguars at Titans. Give me the Titans. 405 game. Chiefs at Broncos. <laughs> A terrible season. Will only get worse. Give me the Chiefs. 425. Panthers at Seahawks. Give me Seattle. Also at 425. Buccaneers at Niners. Give me the Niners, and I'm going to label this as an upset because the Niners are using their third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy. Sunday night football, we have the Dolphins at the Chargers. The Dolphins had the chance to prove that they were for real against the Niners, which they lost. I will give them another chance to prove they are for real. If not, I will bring down the hellfire. Give me the Dolphins. Oh, wait, no, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, wait, no, I'm correct on that. I'm correct. Disregard what I was about to say. And Monday Night Football, Patriots at Cardinals. Give me the New England Patriots. Like it was said in history, give me liberty or give me death. I would prefer to have another NFL game notched on my belt. Again, shout out to my sister Harpy's Fury and her boy Duran. First NFL game, Giants, Commanders, MetLife Stadium. It ended in a 2020 tie, and the ending will be that this game will be flexed for Sunday Night Football. And you know what? Again, sports fans nationwide, the physical toll it took to see this game during the day, I applaud fans that are out there for their team, especially in the cold weather cities. God bless y'all who have the tickets that will be going to see this game on Sunday night, prime time. I'm sure it will be hell getting out of the parking lot. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.